So we've been putting together your brand and we've been establishing your bio. Those are two key things that are going to result in higher conversion rates and ultimately more followers in our account. Why? Because we're intentional. We are being intentional. Intentionality is what creates the conversion when someone visits our profile. When someone sees your profile and the content is random and it doesn't speak to anyone in particular, then the response you get from them is random and not from them anything specifically in particular, is it? it people aren't going to follow something that seems random because when someone chooses to follow, they're saying, I want you in my feed. I want you in my life. I want to see more of you every single day. That's a big commitment. We talked about this in some of the earlier podcasts of how when someone follows you, you know, they're making that commitment. They're saying, yes, great. You know, this person is going to deliver me value and I want to see more of that value every day. If we're random, if we're not intentional with what we bring to those people, we break that promise. They said, hey, I followed you for a reason and now you're posting random pictures of cats and families and dogs or whatever. And, you know, we might just be doing it because we don't ever post to that particular day, or maybe you just like what you're posting, but that doesn't mean that it matches the promise that your followers made when they went to your profile. Just because we like something ourselves doesn't mean that, you know, we have clearance to just dump it on our feet, right? We have a responsibility to bring our followers value. When we continue to bring them value over time, then they'll continue to follow us and they'll engage with us, they'll thank us and they'll want to share what we do. So that's what we've been doing this week is establishing your brand and bio, getting those statements into your profile to say, this is me, this is what I'm about, this is who I serve, this is the value I offer. So I wanted to talk about the brand and bio conversion factor. The beautiful, beautiful end result when we get all of these things put together. So when someone visits our profile and they read that bio and the bio starts with something along the lines of I help certain people with, if they read that and they can identify themselves from that, they're automatically hooked. Okay, That's why we have this first line that says I help people with because we immediately want to connect with that person and say, hey, you need help growing your Instagram? I'm a person that can do it. I help people just like you, okay? We want them to connect and identify with us in our profile. So that first line is that connection, that identification of. Great. I want to grow my Instagram account. I've just visited your profile. You're a person that helps people grow their Instagram accounts. Awesome. We're already connected. Line two of our bio. How are you going to help me do that though, right? I want you to help me do that in a way that I see as valuable, so how are you going to help me do that? That's why line two is how you do it. How you do it, right? For me, I, share, I say things like, you know, sharing thousands of dollars of resources for free. Awesome. Dan's going to provide me with resources to help me grow my Instagram account. I am a person that wants to grow my Instagram account. Dan's going to provide me resources to help me. Brilliant. Love it. And then the third bit is the differentiator. Because those first two things, whilst they're value adding, they're not unique. They don't actually have a Dan element to them. Lots of people help other people grow their Instagram account and lots of people share resources to help them grow. 
So what makes you different? That third line, what makes you different? You know, is it the speed? Is it the method? Is it the sentiment? Is it the humor? What makes you different about what you're helping people achieve? Okay, I've identified with you. I've said yes to the things that you're offering now. Why you though? Why you though? Because I visited 10 accounts today that all give me help with growing Instagram, that all give me resources to be able to do so. So why of those 10 would I choose yours? Now we know this decision process isn't that you know, logical and thought out in people's head. It's far more instinctual. But these are the questions that go through people's subconscious when they visit a profile. You know, they're not going through a checklist and saying you, you need to fulfill all these things. But internally, they are asking these questions, even if they're not consciously doing it. Why should I tap that blue button and follow you? Yes, you talk about the stuff that I'm interested. In. Yes, you provide stuff that's going to add value to me. But why not follow your competitor? Why don't I just follow your competitor? So that's the why bit, right? So if you can give them a strong element of all those three, if you can identify with them, show them you're going to add value and show them you do something a little bit differently and interesting, they're going to go, awesome, I'm bought into this now. This is a person of interest to me. Then what they're going to do is they're going to scroll down and they're going to look at your content and say, I love everything up here in the bio. Is that actually true? Does that person actually do the things that they claim to do in their bio? And they're going to look at your content and see. If that content is random and doesn't align with the things in the bio, they're going to say, oh, well, I was interested, but this content's really random. And I don't want this in my feed. I don't want this showing up on my phone every single day. It's random. It's weird. I don't get it. Why would I want to introduce that into my life? Why would I want to see that every day? I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I want to see the things that you promised me at the top in your bio. That's what I want to see. Which is why we have to be intentional about our content. Why I talked about the Instagram TV channel in the last episode. Being intentional with everything that we do. Because to create that conversion, we need all of these things coming in. You could have an incredible bio, but if your content doesn't fulfill the promise your bio does, you won't get the follow. You could have incredible content, but if your bio doesn't speak to them, if your bio doesn't quickly describe their problems, their pain points, their outcomes that they want to achieve, you very well might not get the follow. Because they won't even scroll down by that point. They'll see the bio, think that's not relevant, or that's not interesting, or that's vague, or that's not me, or I can't identify with that. And they won't even bother to check your content out. Why would they? You start at the top and work your way down. If you haven't grabbed them at the top, why would they scroll down? We have to get both acting together. A killer bio, one that's interesting, relevant, value-adding, outcome-based, and then deliver on that in our content. And the more we deliver on it in the content, the more followers we're going to get. Because they're going to say, great, you've spoken to me. You're going to help me with something. I love the way that you do it. Then I look down, your content delivers on that. It's interesting. It's engaging. It's funny. You know, now I'm bought in. Now I can't help but 
follow. I don't want to lose this guy. I don't want to, you know, not be able to come back to this guy. Even if I'm not going to check you out right now, I still want to be able to come back to you in the future. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to use a follow as a bookmark to be able to come back to you in the future. So if we can make our profile so irresistibly compelling because it speaks so directly to a person and it delivers such high value, then that person is going to hit the follow button. And that person will then convert to a follower. If you are having difficulty growing right now, it's not just that, you know, yes, the content might change or yes, the content needs to be made better. Sure, it does. But it's the whole picture, not just one element. Most people, when they struggle with growth, they're like, oh, it's the content, it's the content, it's the content. I'm not getting engagement. They're just blaming the content, content, content. But there's so much more to that. Like your content could be amazing, but if your bio doesn't make any sense, they're not going to scroll down and see your content in the first place. So we need that end to end. We need, you know, the branding. We need a really good photo that's eye catching, that's engaging. We need a bio that's punchy and relevant and outcome orientated. We need content that fulfills that promise. If we get that trifecta together, then we get the conversions. Then all the effort that we put in every single day to try and grow our account and making this content and doing the engagement, when we do that, we create a highly converting account. And when we do that, we see actual follower number growth. But when we're missing links, we do all the work and all the engagement and yet we don't, we barely grow from it and we ask ourselves what's happening. That's why these weeks start before any of the growth happens. That's why they're at the front of this accelerator, because we need to get you set up right. We need to get you high converting, branded, intentional, so that all the work that you do going forward from now will result in the highest possible reward. We don't do this halfway down the line, having wasted hours and hours and hours of engagement, knowing that we're not going to be converting people. We do this now and we just take that step back from constant hitting the engagement and constant in and on Instagram. We take a step back and we say, right, we're going to do something that I call slowing down to speed up. Okay, slowing down to speed up. That means just taking your foot off the gas and putting in the work to make the process more efficient. Sometimes you need to slow the car down, tune the engine to be able to then start and then go faster and actually reach your goal a lot faster. Like you can be, you can have your foot flawed on the car going towards your goal, but if the engine's crap, it's going to take you forever to get there. Doesn't matter how hard you press down on that pedal, it's going to take you ages to get there. If you just stopped the car, got a tune up, made the engine better, then started again, the total time would be a lot less. And that's what we've been doing now, slowing down to speed up. And a lot of the times in your career, in your life, you're going to have to do that. But oftentimes, it's not really what we want to do. We want to just keep piling on and piling on, going, going, going. We think if we just keep pushing, 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 we're going to make more progress. And the answer is usually not the case. Sometimes we need to step back, rethink, readjust, pivot, prepare, 
train, get ourselves ready for a new start, one that is much more efficient and much more thought out. That's what we're doing now. We're getting ourselves ready for acceleration. Again, that's why I call it the accelerator because we start slow and then we grow and accelerate exponentially. It's not a linear progression. It's not, hey, you know, everyone just come in and I'm just going to show you how to do engagement and, you know, you'll make 10 followers a day and then times it by 12 weeks and that's the result. No, we're not. it's not linear. We're accelerating. We're taking that step back for a couple of weeks so that your next 10 weeks are going to be far, far higher paying off. I want your line, you know, I want you going from 10 followers a day to 12 to... 18 to 25, right? I want that line going exponentially up, not just a 45-degree angle. So we need to get that bioconversion factor down. What are some key things to consider when we're making our bio? Well, of course, use the bio formula that I've prepared for you in the workbook. Just trust in the formula and go with that formula. I know it's hard to commit to three lines, and you're like, yes, but I do so much more, and I describe myself in different ways. I know that. I know it's hard to come down to three lines, and reality is you're going to keep changing your bio, and this thing's going to adjust and change over time, and that's a natural part of the process. But it's important that we create our brand, create our content strategy, create a bio, and then we do a real-world test rather than pivoting all the time. If we keep pivoting all the time, we're not doing real-world tests. Okay? We need to actually commit to something, test it for a short time, and then adjust, knowing that we have made an informed pivot. Not just try something once, you know, it's like dropping a post. Oh, that didn't get very good engagement. I guess that didn't work, and I guess I shouldn't do that again, right? Repeat, repeat, repeat. Prove the test, okay? We're going to set up your bio and prove the test. One thing to remember when you are setting up your bio is I want you to really celebrate the skill that you have. So many people, when they're setting up their bio, they're far too timid on talking about themselves and their results. If you have helped someone achieve a certain result, say it, say it, be proud to say it. Does every single person you talk to get the same result? No, of course not. That's impossible for anyone. No one can help every single person they meet get exactly the same results. Obviously results will vary. But if you've helped someone get a 10K clients every single month, you should say that. Even if it's just one person, you should say that because you've shown that you have the capability to be able to do that. You don't need to worry that not every single client has ended up with that. That's not the point. You've shown that you have the capability to do it. Whether the client chooses to go through with that and actually do that, that's not on you, right? Your capability to be able to deliver to that result, you've shown that, okay? I want you to celebrate what you can do. I want you to be proud of saying these things in your bio, right? Are you going to help people make sales faster? Have you done that before? Yes, we'll put it in your bio then, right? You know, have you won awards? Have you helped people get to 10K? Have you helped people smash six figures? You know, if you've done these things, say them, right? You worked hard to achieve that outcome, you, no one else did. You did it. You were in the work. You worked hard. Don't undersell yourself, right? Be direct and be outcome orientated and think about what is the outcome that my audience wants to see and what have I helped them do towards it and then be proud to say it. 
right? This is not the time for humility, right? Humility is only relevant <laughs> in the face of other results, right? You say, well, look, I don't want to brag. You're not bragging. If you've achieved that result, if you've helped someone with that result, that's not bragging. That's a factual statement. Factual statements aren't brags, yeah? You don't have to play down the facts of what you can achieve because you think, oh, I want to be humble. Oh, I don't want to, you know, say this thing out loud because, you know, I think I'll come off in whatever way. If that's a factual statement, if you have helped, you know, one person be able to make $10,000 every single month, then say it. Say it. You put in the work, you worked out how to do it, then you help somebody do it. That's a result for you. You earned that. You have the right to say it. And you shouldn't be humble to say it either. It's a factual statement and you can be confident in saying it. And if anyone ever challenges you on it, you can say, yeah, well, here's the result. Here's the person. Here's the testimonial. People want results. People want outcomes. They want to see someone who can help them do something specific. So your, your statements in your bio need to be along those lines. What is the outcome? If you just say, hey, I you know, help people be more visible on social, like, well, yes, okay, but to what outcome? To what end? Right? What is visibility isn't a goal. So what's the goal? Right? Or if I help people, you know, build their business on social, why? Doing what? How? Yeah? Challenge that. Get specific to the outcome. You don't just help people build a business. What do you do specifically? You know, you help people set up high converting funnels that convert prospects to sales. Yeah, you can see how different that is, but also how much more it speaks to you directly. You know, what's better? I help people grow their business on social or I help people set up highly converting funnels that convert prospects to sales. What speaks more directly to you as an outcome that you want? Clearly, it's the second one. Now, will a person who visits your profile be in the exact position where they want that exact outcome right now? No. Not many will. Some will. Those that are are going to reach out to you directly and say, oh, great, I need help with that. Please help me. Those that aren't may be at some point in the future, at which point you've imprinted that you can do it on them, and now they associate you with that, and three months down the line, they're like, oh, I need to run ads now, let me check out this guy. Or you're at a conference, and someone says to you, hey, I could really do with some help with Facebook ads, you can say, oh, I know a guy. I know a guy, that guy there that I found on Instagram, that guy whose bio literally says, I help people grow with Facebook ads, yeah? You've got a literal outcome. People can imprint that, remember that, refer that, network that, support that, talk about that, see that as an outcome. They can't recommend you if you just say, I help people grow their business online. No one's at a conference going to say, oh, yeah, I know a guy who helps people. If someone says, I need help with ads, they're not going to go, oh, yeah, well, I know this guy who says they can help people grow their business online. That person's not going to come to mind. You need to be known for something. That's what we're doing here with your bio, is we're being known for something, identified for something, something that people can refer you about. We're being specific about that.
Does it represent everything that you know and do? No, of course it doesn't. It's only three lines. Does it represent the bulk of your services? Does it represent the bulk of what you offer? Does it represent the bulk of your skill and expertise? Yes, it does. And that is the thing that people are going to be attracted by. That is the thing that they can relate to and associate with. That's how you start bringing in the leads. Now, the last bit about your bio, when we talk about being intentional, intentional is also intentional linking and intentional navigation. So many people I see in their bio, they have the call to action link at the bottom and it says something vague like download my free ebook. It doesn't tell me what I'm going to get. Tell me what I'm going to get. What's the outcome? Why would I click a link that just says download a free ebook? I don't even know what their free ebook is about. Tell me what I'm going to get. Why should I click that button? And then when I click that button, give me the thing that you told me you'd give me. Right? And so many people I say, you know, they say, oh yeah, download my growth ebook. Cool, that sounds good. Then I click the link and I'm on a website with loads of links on it or the growth ebook isn't even there or it's there under a different name. And I'm like, you made a promise to me with that link and now I'm in the middle of nowhere. Why am I in the middle of nowhere? Why are you making me work to give you my information? Intentional, outcome oriented. If you have a call to action link, it should say exactly what you're gonna get. And when you click that thing, it should give you exactly what you clicked for. Nothing else, just that. When you start plugging these holes in your bio, you'll start seeing more leads come in, right? And again, outcome oriented. If you if you say, well, look, hey, I've got a free ebook on how to make cold calls. That's not the outcome. The, outco the outcome isn't the cold call. The cold call is the mechanic. What's the outcome? The outcome is convert cold prospects to sales. That's the outcome, yeah? So it's cold prospect, to sale or cold prospect to close ebook. Awesome. I make cold calls. I need this. Here's my email information, right? You want to be intentional about everything that you do and be really clear about it. Now your highlights are the same. It's far too many people have millions of highlights, far too many highlights. I've got like 15 highlights. Where do I start? Again, are you just downloading everything you know on people or are you being intentional about what you want your audience to do? Tell me what you want me to do. You want me to download your ebook? Cool, have a highlight about your ebook. You want me to learn more about you? Cool, have a highlight that's about you. If you have a highlight that's just called tricks, what do I do with it? I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. And then I go to it and, and I, just, I don't know what I'm gonna get. And now you've wasted my time and you could have actually directed me to something that actually adds value. If you have 15 highlights, you cannot say that they all add value to somebody. You should be able to condense those highlights down to like three or four really high value adding highlights. And when I say add value, you know, an ebook is a great example of adding value. Something that people can download, get free information from, and go, great, that was awesome. Thank you for that. Now I'm more connected to you. I feel even closer to you. And I enjoyed the ebook. Awesome. 
you've received value, you've got value, great. I've got value in that I've got your lead, you've received value in that you've got an awesome ebook, great, awesome. But if it's just random, like, you know, pictures from your holiday or your dog or, you know, random tricks or whatever, that distracts people. It leads them down rabbit holes. It leaves them out in the Sahara Desert somewhere guessing. And that detracts on the value that you offer, okay? So I want you to be super focused on what is it that you want people to do and anything that you don't want them to do, like, you know, just randomly look at nice pictures of you on holiday, remove. Here's the biggest part of all of this. Your profile is a funnel. Your profile is a funnel. It brings in traffic. It directs traffic to specific outcomes. It is a funnel. Treat it like a funnel. You have specific content on your landing page, which is your profile that people are attracted to. You have specific links where you want them to go. You have highlights going to specific places. It is not just a diary or a bunch of information about you. It is a funnel, funneling traffic to your leads and your services, your products. That is how you should treat your bio. And when it's peppered with random stuff, when it has random copy at the top in your bio that doesn't make any sense, when it has random content that you wouldn't put on a landing page if you were trying to advertise something, when things are random, it is not a good funnel. When you go to a link and it has 50 links on it and you know nothing specific for someone to choose, it is not a good funnel. When it is absolutely optimized to convert people to followers, to convert people to leads, to convert people to sales, products and services, when it's absolutely optimized to do that, then you start making the business. Until that point, you're putting in a ton of work, making a ton of content, attracting a ton of people, and you've got this bucket with all these holes in, and you think of all this water coming into your bucket as all your prospects, and instead of it coming out, and you getting it, it's just leaking out of holes everywhere. Plug those holes, refine your brand and bio, refine it. Make it into a highly optimized funnel that people come in through, they get attracted to your content by, and then they go and do something specific. Otherwise, why would you be spending so much time making content every day? You're putting in all this work and yet your bucket's leaking water everywhere. You don't work for free. You're not making all this content for free. You're making it for a reason. The reason is to drive your business. Plug those holes. Optimize your profile. Make it into a highly effective funnel. Remove everything that is not. Be hyper-specific. Be hyper-intentional. Be outcome-orientated in what you do. And provide people with a high-value service and experience when they visit your profile. If you do that, you will see more leads and more sales than you ever have before. That is how you make a really strong brand and bio. Hope that's blown some minds for you. It's been an incredible week and we're just in week two already. We've got week three coming up soon and I know you're going to love that as well. Amazing work so far. Incredible work so far. This is a difficult 
process to start off with. It's hard to really, you know, pin down your content strategy. It's hard to define yourself by your bio. It's hard to put a flag in the ground and make a commitment and say, you know, this is me. It's tough to do that. I appreciate how hard that is. And I appreciate it might feel like it's narrow right now. And just as a reminder, you know, your niche here is not a restriction. Your niche is a focus, a focus for now to say that I'm not going to be random and broad. I'm going to be focused for now on something specific in order to be able to make something happen for myself. Okay. So when we talk about niching down, it's not like this is your whole life mapped out and this is all you're ever going to do for the rest of your life. It's just a focus now to help you gain traction and momentum and to be able to help you build something real. And then over time, it will broaden out and you'll explore new things and you'll learn new things and it will adapt. But if we don't hone you in now, and get you building something real, you're going to be dotting around, pivoting around, randoming around and not making any real traction. And I want you to start making real traction. That's why we call it an accelerator, because I want you to go from your steady state exponentially up. And these are the steps we're going to do it. I know you're going to love everything coming up. Keep working on that brand and bio. Keep refining it as you learn and go. Keep making it incredibly highly optimized, something that people are going to love. And it will constantly pay off for you. All the work you do after this will massively be increased having done this work. Higher converting profile, more leads coming through. So that you will be working smarter instead of harder all the time. We want to work as smart as possible. These first two weeks are the smart, are the smart. Keep going, keep being awesome. On to next week.